on this week's episode of Bungalore and the Bus. We are hanging out at Pigs Pigsga. Am I saying it right? No, it's it Pigsa. Okay. Having some meanie linguini and some pizzas. And Thomas Ward, the owner, is here. Gosh, he's handsome. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustek. And I'm a curled up pepperoni on your pizza, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. And we're, I, I would eat you if you were a curled up pepperoni. You've said that before, pizza. and thank you, John. You're I feel welcome. seen and heard. You're welcome. <laughs> we're, we like to record in a different bungalow neighborhood each week. Today we are in Mills 50 at Pigza. Visiting our friend Thomas Ward. Hey, Thomas. Hi. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah. 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 It's a Let's pleasure. flip that yeah. and reverse it. Thanks <laughs> yeah. for having us, man. We've already had two things. We had a delicious Caesar salad. Yeah. It's got like bacon breadcrumbs on yes, it. Yes, it does. A little yes. Tabasco to throw you off. Yeah. And then uh, a pepperoni artichoke dip, which I'll tell you is delicious. That's great. Yeah. yeah. It's We're... we're um, we're trying to do a menu that's a little bit more exciting than your traditional pizza joint. Uh-huh. You know? Tell me more. Because <laughs> your background, your first your first restaurant, it's uh, barbacoa. Yeah, I think most people know you as a, a barbecue guy. Pig they Floyd's. know me as the Pig Floyd's guy, yeah. Um, and obviously, it's a different style of you know service. And at the same time, we're learning so much about bringing in the full liquor business that I don't have at Pick Floyd's. Uh-huh. And it's so packed in here, it, man. It's very it packed. packed. We're yeah. here on a Thursday night, and, and yeah. we barely got a table. We knew the owner. Yeah, though. yeah, you knew the owner. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, and, and, you know, what we wanted to do was obviously upgrade of the pizza, the traditional pizza restaurant with some cool dishes that are different, right? We okay. always try to do something that's different and not in the traditional way. And that's why we use the term Italianish, so that it doesn't kind of put us in a box. And I, um, I think we, we doesn't in- put you in a pizza box. It, <laughs> <laughs> we put it on the pizza box. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what makes what makes your pizza different than other pizza around here in Central? Because I'll be honest. Let's full disclosure. I used to live up the street from Pig Floyd's, and Thomas invited me to a pizza tasting. He had a pizza, a pizza. Uh, Turk, what do you call him? A, a, a midwife. You had a pizza midwife come in <laughs> and help you birth the menu. <laughs> yes, I had Jason, who is our corporate chef. That's not who I thought you were going to say when no, you said no, oh, no, uh, no. midwife, pizza <laughs> no, midwife. No, no, no. But, well, okay. that's sexist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jason worked on the menu pretty much for six months. We have thirty-seven different menu iterations that we tried. Wow. Um, I feel like I want to be part of that research and development when you're going to yeah, do 37 Yeah, it, it was interesting because we obviously try, we tried uh, eight different flowers, 18 different tomatoes. Wow. Uh, we went with grande cheese because that's, I think, the best cheese in the business. But, you know, throughout the process of trying pizza, people are so traditional. Yeah. And, and they want New York or they want a straight Neapolitan. It seems like, you know, as long as I've been... Uh, tiptoeing around the food scene here locally it seems like most people are outspoken about new york style pizza they are you know new yorkers seem to be the most passionate about what is and is not pizza and they talk about the water yeah. and they talk about you know all Border. the things that yeah. are probably not as important as everybody thinks right? okay 
Is that what you discovered? Yeah. I mean, we're doing a sourdough starter, right? So that sourdough starter has to be fed every day. Do you name it? Uh, We haven't (laughs) named it because, you know, it's been going back and forth, and we've made mistakes with it, and we keep reliving it. So I don't know if I I should call it Rocky. Oh, (laughs) I like that. Or maybe Jason. Like, it keeps coming back from the dead. I like Rocky because in every iteration, you just say Rocky 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, It's a different Rocky every time. You can add that. But the the cool (laughs) part about sourdough is obviously it needs more time to develop. We take about 36 hours to develop the dough. But we could keep feeding it different types of flour and mm. change the, the flavor of it. And, and it's weird because it, it digests it in a different way each time. It needs time to, like, acclimate to the different yeah, flowers. Yeah, so it's very scientific. Yeah. And we don't use, you know, we also talked about the whole digestibility issue. Uh-huh, right? uh-huh. Which Gluten. I went deep into it. And the funny thing is that I figured out very interesting in the united states we have an allergy to folic acid okay okay and in europe which is needed for babies well that's what they say okay but (laughs) that's what i know they put it in all our food and that's actually what's causing some people to have digestibility issues is that like a preservative then is that what it is a preservative okay Interesting. So it's not, no, not naturally occurring. Uh oh, we got some. Pe- speaking of, uh, oh, yeah, going the big pizza. Mo, let me take. Yeah. So hey, hey, our pizza came to the table. People on the radio can't can't see they can't this. See. Can't see what, it. What, what 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 did they bring out here? The big homo on the top. Oh, no, that's not what it's called. <laughs> no, you're sitting over there. I can see that. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> this has caramelized onions and a couple of different a variety of mushrooms. Okay. It's, it's called the big mo. The big mo. All right. And then this is our pepperoni pizza. It's it's not a traditional pepperoni if you want. It all has smoked cheese. Oh, oh. All right. I like so that. But that pepperoni's doing exactly what you want pepperoni yeah, you're to cupping. do. Uh-huh. Cupping. It's cupping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that. You want to swim in it. Yeah, so it's it's been an interesting I mean you tried the pizza you tried the pizza early on in the game. I did. And, and obviously I, I liked it, your sauce. Yeah, the yep. sauce is great. We're using Bianco and Napoli tomatoes, which are organic tomatoes from California. Very expensive, unfortunately. <laughs> I wish they were a little bit you cheaper. You just have but expensive taste is all. Expen- it's, that's an exp- I have an expensive uh-huh, taste, uh-huh. and I wanted to use the best ingredients. So I thought, let's use the most expensive tomato that's out there in the market. <laughs> yeah. So I heard a rumor, Thomas, tell me if I'm wrong, that maybe this is like a flagship pizza. Maybe you're hoping to expand and do multiple. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think pizza is such a great business. Uh-huh. It gives you a lot of versatility to do stuff and, you know, bringing some of our flair. Like, I think in the future, we're going to bring in a butter chicken pizza. I'm oh. in. I'm in. Yeah. So that's, I love you know, I'll, I'll do... be the taste tester yeah, on that. I can bring All 37 that. varieties of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, those type of things is what we want to specialize in. Um, and we tried opening with a traditional menu. Like, we brought in, you know, spaghetti and meatballs traditional cheese and nobody orders it ha huh. so it's pretty interesting because you you know hand over fist the pepperoni and cheese pizza and every pizzeria is about 75 percent of their business and not here and not, not here. here do you and tell people this seen? ain't your grandma's pizza place yeah yeah it ain't <laughs> or not we have different stuff <laughs> and i think people are just out there trying trying the different items that you could bring in like the big mo you know the, all the tomato, all the mushrooms that are in it, and our caramelized tomatoes or uh, onions. 
or meet me at Floyd's that has the barbecue sauce with brisket. You know, maybe uh, we have some exploratory eaters here. You know, yeah, I think so, and that's great. Yeah. I mean, it's great. We use the traditional Caesar. We have a wedge salad, so those have been very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And the appetizers, the artichoke spinach dip is bomb. It's pretty super good. good. Super it's good. Pretty good. good. I I have one last question before we let you go. How's the spot in Winter Park coming along? The barbecue Bubbaloos. spot. Yeah, so Bubbaloos. Yeah. Former Bubbaloos. The former Bubbaloos. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, permits <laughs> seem right. to be a little bit of a difficulty past COVID. All right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. In, um, in Winter so Park specifically. Winter Park. Winter Park has not been the bad one. Um, Winter Park were very, they were great. They worked with us and they gave us a permit. The issue is I got a little bit of a surprise at the end. After I get my permit from Warner Park, I get a call. I guess 10 years ago, there was a leak from the dry cleaners Uh-oh. into that lot. Oh, no. So then all of a sudden, we find out there's aquifers because it, it was remedied, but there's aquifers all over the lot, Yeah, which involved us going to FDOT and the St. John's River District, ah. which took another eight months. Did they meet you treat? the land no, or everything okay. is done the issue is now they want to see the plans they want to approve them they want to make sure you know as we connect to the city water what's going wow. on like, oh, so that got a little complicated okay and finally we got our final permit and now we had to reprice the whole project oh wow because you know we had a price that was a year old and now Believe it or not, it's more oh, it expensive. Yeah, I, believe, I, I believe it. I believe it. I, All right. I just I drive by it a lot, so I wanted to get an update. Me so. too. <laughs> Thomas, thank you so much yeah. for having us tonight. Yeah, yeah, eat some of this pizza. We're gonna put some photos up on Instagram and Facebook and all that stuff, and uh, come check. That'd it out. be great. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Oh, that Thomas, he's great. He is great. Mm. What a nice, a gentle man. We sent him back to the kitchen so he go get us more food. Yeah, he's gonna get us some dessert. Uh-huh. Uh huh. What do you think so far? Uh, so so far, so good. That I, pasta was killer. I think the pasta is my favorite. The pizza is great. I love the sauce. I think the pasta was my favorite. There was an artichoke, that pepperoni artichoke chip. That was very good too. That was a sleeper hit. It came. Mm-hmm. It was a ninja. Mm-hmm. I wasn't prepared to like that as much as we I got did. dessert on the way, so we, we still have to decide what our favorite is. Is Thomas the dessert? No, I, we'll, we'll see. <laughs> I, I think he's shaking his head from the kitchen. Thomas the tank engine <laughs> serving it for dessert. Uh huh. Oh, you know what I forgot to ask him? I heard a rumor about Thomas doing something in Audubon Park, and I need to ask him about it. We'll ask him later. We'll off, ask him off later. Off microphone. We'll ask him later. All right. We'll ask him later. We'll, well, we'll, we can. we'll, we'll have to ask him later. later. We'll, have to, we'll have to ask him later. Uh-huh. Um, well, what was your week like, Brendan? Well, we did that bourbon tasting. Oh, yeah, we did. I kind of forgot about slash that. slash the distillery slash blending house in Winter Park. I thought that went great. It was fun. I had a good time. I was a little nervous. Why? Because sometimes tastings could be a little like class stuffy, workshop-y, stuffy, oh, stuffy. Okay. but those All boys right. know how to do it. They're yeah, no, fun. we had a good time. They clearly care about what they're talking about. And we recorded there like two weeks ago, Yeah. and then we had a, a tasting there, and uh, if you haven't been, it's really fun. It's like uh, cool drinks, and the drinks there are awesome. So They're launching a, a rum this summer. And they had so much fun with us at the tasting event, they want us to help them do a big party. Okay. Sounds good. Can yeah. I dress like a pirate? Yeah. Okay. You can do anything you want, buddy. I, I will. I don't know if anyone else will be dressed That's up. Okay. But you I don't do want it. anybody else to be dressed right. up. <laughs> uh, our zine is online right now, if you want to go get that for May. Sorry it was late. And uh, 
Last night, I went out to Ziggy's after, uh, or sorry, Tuesday, I went out to Ziggy's Pizza after bingo. And we went to your bingo, my wife and I, Leanne, who's here tonight. Thanks for coming. No problem. No it was problem. a good night. It was, it fun, was right? good. Yeah, no, you I know. I feel like I was, I'm I getting, you're better. getting better at it. I actually said that to somebody oh, behind you? your back. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Which was kind of a compliment, but I, I, I think you're getting better at it. Thank you. Uh, I think it's the fun. flow is better, and yeah, it's good. Yeah, I. Uh, it's more comfortable. I like that there's like, a core group of people that come. You got, if you haven't gone, it's at Tactical Brewing every Tuesday. Yeah, it come out at seven. Uh-huh. There were people that drove in from Cocoa Beach. That's crazy. One girl was wearing a jean jacket that she blinged out with all of her favorite drag queens, and on the front was a big heart that said Brenda from Brithlow that she put on her special drag queen jean jacket. That's great. And then another girl made me a sippy cup. With Brenda on it and another and a cuss word. I can't say it because we're on the radio, but I just thought that was very That's nice. That's sweet. That's sweet. Yeah, I feel like I hit I hit something. You know, people start when people start wearing your name on them. Uh huh. Well, that happens something. if you die tragically. I'll I'll wear oh, your name no. on my shirt. Well, uh-huh. I probably won pizza away from having a heart attack. I'm gonna so get you. I'm gonna get you with angel wings. Would you? Yeah. I would will. you really? Oh yeah, yeah. If I died, I'll get you. An air, I'll get an airbrush T-shirt. You would there. get a tattoo of Not me. A ta- I didn't say Tattoo. A tattoo no. of me with angel wings on no, your back. I said a John, I said a t-shirt. Amazing. What a great friend. <laughs> and committed to it on the radio, no less. Alright. <laughs> He'd be like a little cherub if you, with if, his little wang if hanging you out. Die on on Halloween, I will do it. Okay. Alright. Alright. Now I got something to look forward to. Right. Anyway, so I went to Ziggy's after and there was a brawl. Whoa. At Thirsty Topher slash Ziggy's in really? Idaho Village. It seems like the most chill place to have a drink. And it eat. is. That's why I was very surprised. It seemed like a brawling place. We were we were getting our pizza and then all of a sudden we heard these girls just yelling next door and Scotty goes, Oh, those girls are having a good time. And then we looked around the corner. And I guess this guy tried to feel one of them up. Oh, that's and not good. And she wasn't having it, so no. she slugged him. And, and then he and then he got crazy. Like he got like a, a flip, like a switch flip. So you and Scotty got in there. No, and, and kicked no. Some butt. I stood back. I was in drag still. I stood back <laughs> and I was like, "Stop, <laughs> stop it!" And Scotty turned into a bulldog, and he was ready to protect me. But the guy went crazy. He started fighting everybody. Oh my god! Everybody. Yeah, like. And then he started pointing at him and said, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to wow. kill you. Like, he just... So I called 911. That's good. Did yeah. anybody... Did, what happened? They, they showed up in like five minutes. Really? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were there. Them? Yeah, I think so. Good. Yeah, we left. Our, they may, eventually made our pizza and we left. They were still talking. <laughs> you waited for the pizza. Blood though. everywhere. Really? It was crazy. Oh, my John. gosh. It was crazy. They don't even serve liquor there. So, like, you got to be know. pretty drunk. That's huh? why he looked like... Like I even said on the nine one, I actually be funny to call and get my nine one one call. Uh huh. Because I was like, this guy's going crazy. He's going, <laughs> I was a little stoned because uh-huh. I've been hosting bingo, and I was like, this guy's going crazy. He's like bath salts crazy. <laughs> I think he's gonna like bite their face. You should, you should, oh request, my God. You should request that. <laughs> I don't know. It might. It might be. Com- Sometimes those are secret. If it, yeah. But you should. You I should, should call. You should right? Call. You should see if you get it. You should it call OPD pretty, tomorrow. It felt like an SNL. I remember laughing it. at one point. I was like, "Why?" Am I? And then you can like remix it, like YouTube remix. It. Oh yeah, that'd be funny. Okay, done. All right. Yeah. You oh. should have beat him up though, as, as dressed as a drag queen. 
getting beat up. I know. That as soon as he awesome. started bleeding, I was like, I don't. This guy is so crazy. He could be. Uh-huh. He could have some diseases. Yeah, it's true. He could turn into a werewolf. That's crazy. You know, I'm hairy enough. Huh. I don't need to get bit wow. by anybody. I would not think that'd be the place that uh, there'd be a big no. fight. At. Anyway, we got tons to get through. <laughs> That's true. Okay, state of the city. Did you go? Was Monday? No, I never go to that stuff. No? No, because it's not. He's not really talking about the state of the city. It's going to be like. Well, that's what they do at those no, events. It's a big municipal circle jerk. Well, that's what they do. I mean, it's <laughs> the same as the state of the union when they do it with the president. Yeah, so I don't need all to the go. Good things. I'm generally interested. Sometimes they drop like a bomb about like a new initiative uh-huh. or a fun new project. Um, Did they do that this time? Not really. Did no. you watch? Was it like a live stream that you watched? No. no. I had people there telling me. <laughs> oh, if anything, okay. All right. Secret people. Yeah. Uh, it was at Harriet's Orlando Ballet Center. Oh, just over here down the road. Yeah, and he just kind of accomplished. He highlighted the accomplishments of the city. Die. I don't know if he's the mayor died. Yeah, mayor died. Uh, he said it, it was vote. Orlando was named best city in America to start a business for the third year in a row. I don't know by, by him. who. <laughs> by, yeah, him. <laughs> him. <laughs> by whoever they by paid me? to say it. Uh, uh, ranked in. Uh, Top 100 cities in the world. I don't know by who. <laughs> and uh, and then we were ranked as second best foodie city in America. Again, I don't know by who. But they were excited enough to put it in the I top. I mean, I like Orlando. I like the food here. I don't know about that one. Second best second in the best country? Second best in the country. Yeah. I don't know about I that. Know. I know. I mean, once again, I'm not trying to dump on Orlando's food scene. I'm just not sure it's second he best He did give a shout out to... Uh, Henry Moso right. from Kabuki because he's he's finalist. a finalist. Because that other the, did you read that story? So he was a he's a finalist. Yeah. But there was another guy that was also a finalist, and he had a restaurant in Alabama, uh-huh. and he got disqualified because they found out he was treating his staff inappropriately. They said, and and apparently what had happened was he was like yelling at his dishwasher or yelling at another cook. And so they disqualified him because that's against, like, the code of ethics wow. with the James Beard. However, like, somebody else interviewed the guy, and he was like, my dishwasher's been here for, like, four years. My my sous chef has been here for, like, eight years. We're like family. We yell at each other all the time. Like, this is not, like, I'm not, like, uh, I'm not yelling at them. I'll be We're honest. Just, I've worked in a lot of kitchens, uh, and I want to say people just talk nasty to oh each yeah, other all oh the yeah. time. It's not... I don't think you could do that anymore. I could be wrong. I mean, he could just be a oh. jerk. I We're no post-pandemic. Idea. Your staff will walk out on you now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They got, there's everybody's short-staffed. You don't yeah. need to put up with that stuff anymore. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. I, I, I mean, so I read that story. It was kind of interesting. Uh, we got to go to a break. Okay. But before the break, you're going to hear a little snippet from an interview I did uh, with my friend Travis at the Orange County Regional History Center. And he's talking about an event they're doing about defunct Orlando sports teams. That's a very a, specific topic. Yeah, it's a lunch and learn. You can come in and, and have lunch and learn all about Orlando's history of defunct sports teams. And there's a bunch. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, we're not so great at supporting some teams, it sounds like. <laughs> all right, we'll be right back. What else are we going to talk about? What are some other ones? There, there was a lacrosse team at one point, right? <laughs> there actually was. <laughs> yeah, we've had just about every sport you can think of. There's been roller hockey. There's been lacrosse, softball, believe it or not. The, the Orlando Rebels were founded in 1954, and they uh, lasted until 1985. But believe it or not, that's uh, probably the most successful franchise in Orlando history. Orlando Rebels. The Orlando Rebels. And what did they do? Uh, it was a women's softball team. Okay. Pitch. 
No crying in baseball. That's all I know. No crying in softball either. <laughs> okay. They were, they were really good, and they won the, uh, the national championship in 1981. Wow, what? And here's a fun fact, Brendan. I love fun facts. There was actually a softball stadium near downtown Orlando, uh, just a, a few blocks from the, uh, the Bob Carr Theater. Okay. It was on the Exposition Fairgrounds, and it was the first stadium of its kind in Florida built exclusively for softball. And what happened to that? It was uh, condemned and demolished in 1985. Oh my gosh. And then followed by what? Tinker Field? Well, the, the, the arena was basically built on that site. Okay. Uh, Travis, there's too much history to peel back. What do you think are the common denominators maybe in some of these failed enterprises? No, well, number one, I think that people have come to the conclusion that this is more of a participatory area than it is a spectating area. Okay. There's so much to do in people's free time, whether it's going to the beach, playing golf, you know, going for, for runs, playing tennis, whatever it is, people would rather be doing than watching. Um, and there have been so many different franchises that have tried and failed. And, and it's because we don't like sitting around? Well, I think inevitably people would rather be doing active things than, than watching here. Whereas you go to some place like Milwaukee or Cleveland or Baltimore, there's nothing else to do in, in the wintertime except go to see sports. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalow and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo DeWitt, what's happening? Boss, how you doing? I'm I'm great. I'm great. How about you? I could never be better. Oh, it's because we're hanging out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, so, so got a question for you. Okay. I haven't been in an accident, but if I was, how much is my case worth? Well, I mean, that's a tricky question. A lot of times people call and they'll say, oh, you know, so-and-so attorney offered me this amount or promised me this amount of money. And first of all, no attorney can ever promise you anything, frankly. Uh, we can tell you what we think based on our skills, training, experience. But at the end of the day, nobody really knows what your case is worth until you see a doctor. We know what your injuries are and the full extent of your injuries. Because oftentimes, you know, one of the biggest factors in any case is going to be the medical bills. You know, how much, have, how much treatment have you had? What are the injuries? What are the doctors found? What do they recommend? That's what they're going to be looking at when trying to figure out how much your case is quote unquote worth. As well as you have to look at things as far as what the uh, insurance policy limits are and things like that. So there's a lot that goes into it. You know, I see the kind of calculators online sometimes that say, how much is your case worth? Click here. That, that's just nonsense information. Anybody who's saying, oh, right off the bat, your case is worth X, Y, or Z is typically lying to you because they just honestly don't know at that point. So not a hundred million billion dollars. Well, it's, it's possible, <laughs> but, uh, but probably unlikely. Okay. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly Enzian update. Enzian is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. Screening this week is You Hurt My Feelings, about a novelist played by Julia Louise Dreyfus, whose marriage is upended when she overhears her husband give his honest reaction to her latest book. It's not good. Also screening is Paprika, as part of the Science on Screen series on Saturday, May 27th. It's a magical tale that centers on a revolutionary machine 
machine that allows scientists to enter and record a subject's dreams. It's animated. The film will be followed by a talk led by Jesse Leon, a dream interpreter and licensed mental health counselor and certified hypnotherapist. The Parent Trap screens on May 28th, and Sometimes Aunt Martha Does Dreadful Things screens on June 2nd. Enzian's Father's Day Barbecue featuring Major League will be on Sunday, June 18th, with doors opening at 11.30 a.m. and a barbecue running until 12.30 p.m., right before the film begins. Dads can enjoy their first beer for free. For more information, head to enzian.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Welcome back to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Bustegger. And I'm a banana in your tiramisu, Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. <laughs> All right. All right. We, just, we just had some tiramisu. We did, and there was a banana in it. Uh, not I'm a whole inspired. banana. It wasn't like a whole banana. Yeah, it was just laying there. I don't even know if it was supposed to be there. That's I not a banana, It wasn't my banana. <laughs> <laughs> but no, we just had dessert. We're here at... Pizza? Am I saying that right? Pigs. Pizza. Pizza. I put the yeah. I put the wrong. Well, ball. because the owner owns Pig Floyd's, uh-huh. then he opened a pizza restaurant and part of the family, the yep. pig family. Yep. Yeah. And we just had him on earlier. If you missed it, you can go back and listen to the podcast. Thomas Ward. And what you can't see is how handsome Thomas Ward well, is. Well, maybe you would take a picture of him and put it up online. We'll probably have to. We'll probably got a few pictures of him. We'll get him you? to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get him to flex a little bit. He's going to be photo. in your chef calendar, isn't he? I, if one day we're one actually going to do the chef calendar, you and it would be it. funny if he was in it. This would be like now is the time you got to start taking those photos. Right now, I think so. Okay, just Done. tell just tell Thomas that you're going to take photos of him for a calendar. Does Mo want to sponsor it? Uh, maybe sponsored by Moses. Maybe Dwight. you never know. Okay. I only need five grand. Five grand for a calendar? We're going to print a whole bunch of them. Okay. I just made that number up. Are we we'll giving them out or are we selling them? S- giving them out okay. if, he, if he sponsors them. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Right? We'll see. Or selling them? I don't know. I don't know either. We'll figure <laughs> it out. Uh, Pigs are delicious. Yeah. News. News. So, did we talk about the city of Orlando employee that won Jeopardy? Uh, we did not. What's his name? Ed? Is it Ed? Ed Peterson. Ed Peterson. He's in the. He's a planning technician from City Hall, and he won first place on Jeopardy this week. On he walked Thursday, away with eight I think, grand. I think Wednesday or Thursday night it was. Okay. One I thought it was night. Monday. I, I didn't, well, no, because I watched Mondays. I think it was yesterday. Okay. I didn't watch yesterday, I don't think. Okay. Maybe it was Monday. Because he was playing twice. He was invited back. Oh, because he won. Yeah. All right. Because that's how it goes. I don't know if he keeps winning. He must have either kept winning or maybe not. I don't know if he's won the second time yet. All so right. We're we'll waiting. have to see. But congratulations congrats, to Ed Peterson. Congrats. For being a smart Jeopardy winning dude. <laughs> uh, there's been There's a massive overhaul of Orange Avenue coming. When I'm talking about Orange Avenue and Ivanhoe Village, I feel so, like it should be called something different when it makes that. Turn when it gets over into there. another, don't you think so? I, I feel like I they feel tend like, to do that anyway, right? I, With uh, other roads. Yeah, I just feel like by that point it's not Orange yeah. Avenue no more. So they've been overhauling <laughs> it through Soto. <laughs> yes, and that's been kind of a nightmare from what I'm hearing from oh, businesses yeah. there. Oh yeah, around the hospital there, it's a pain. It is a pain. And like people don't know where the road's at and you gotta go left, you gotta and go if right. if you're not paying attention you're gonna end up in the wrong lane. Absolutely. No, it's a nightmare over there. Uh, I, mean, I get it. This happens when you gotta do So they're overhauling that whole corridor, John. Ah. And so they're gonna do it in Ivanhoe Village but through Ivanhoe Village they're gonna take away a lane and add more on-street parking so it'll be a two-laner. How much is it? Is it 
four now? I think it's three. Oh. Right? I know it's two at least one way. I don't know. When you're going by... No, yeah, it's mostly... I think it's three for most of it. It's All just right. going to be a two-laner. Yeah, I don't know. There's going to be some gonna, new traffic islands. Gonna, they can't tell me take? how long it's going to no. take. It's going to start at the end of the year. They don't have a contractor yet, so that's why they can't tell me how long it's going to we'll be. We'll do it. You and me. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'll be done real quick because yeah, I give we'll, up. We'll low bid. I'm not doing any. <laughs> if I'm just painting it, easy. You're going to paint like an optical illusion that yeah. it's... That it's uh, three lanes instead paint of four. Paint a big penis. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a Done. Big, there's a big penis painted on a road near our house. It's oh, probably it been there for 10 years. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you mean? I'll, I'll show you. <laughs> we should post that picture. I'll, we can go over tonight and go okay. see it if you want. I need your advice on something since okay. we're talking about penises. <laughs> since we're talking big penises. <laughs> Thirsty Topher, where that big brawl was that I just talked about. You didn't talk about it on the radio. You told me off the radio, so nobody knows what you're talking about. Well, no. Oh, oh, nobody knows. I no, don't I think said so. that on the radio. Did you? Yeah. Are we recording? I don't think so. Okay, there was a fight at uh, Ziggy's. Uh-huh. And I was there to witness this. It was crazy. But uh, they if you go to Ziggy's slash Thirsty Topher in Ivanhoe Village and you ask for the dessert menu, they'll give you a binder that's full of drawings of penises <laughs> that everybody who comes to the bar, you can contribute to it. Uh-huh. How many it's, times have you contributed? Probably three times. Yeah. I have three drawings in there. Tracing? Tracing it. Yeah. <laughs> It just looks like a pinky finger, though. Uh, it's cool. It's very. Some are very artistic, very elaborate. I think there's like some Disney Imagineers going in there. Oh wow! Because yeah, some are like very epic. Like they're drawings, not their not drawings. Their, okay. Yeah, yeah. And I did a video of it, and I want to share the video. You should. But I'm nervous. If I put it on Instagram, I'm going to get flagged. It's art. Or someone's going to get mad. It's art, right? I don't know. What do you think? I mean, there's only one way to find out, right? Just do it? Uh-huh. Just do it. All right, John. All right. <laughs> Maybe do it on your personal one so you don't ruin I'll the I'll even put that one. in the copy. I said, no, no, I want to put it on the bungalow. Right? Oh, okay. Well, that's putting maybe that in jeopardy. That's Should that's I do it on my personal one and then share it for my personal Maybe. one? Maybe. Maybe that's the a stories? good idea. All right, good. Maybe just create a fake one. If you want to see what I'm talking about, again, go to Thirsty Chauffeur and ask for the dessert menu. Okay. Um, Hamburger Mary's oh, yeah. suing the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. Did you hear about that? I did. This is over their drag brunch on Sunday specifically, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, probably everything, but really they focused on Sunday because when these laws were enacted, Hamburger Mary says we lost like 20% of our business. Well, they had a family-friendly brunch on mm-hmm. Sunday uh, where apparently you know kids could tip the dancers and stuff, which I find interesting. Okay. Uh, I do drag. I don't want kids in my drag. No, show. I know. I don't want it, and it, and it keeps happening. Like the yeah. people will walk by with their kids and be like, "Oh, it's Brenda. Brenda, say hi to my kid." And I'm like, "Okay, hi." <laughs> I like how they make you comfortable. Uncomfortable. The yeah, kids. I know. <laughs> and the kids it's excited. To be the other way Most around. of the kids are excited. You know, if they if they're in there. Uh huh. I think like I feel like they would like ask their parents like. What is that superhero in there? You know, what is that gnarly looking st- clown? That's putting yourself on a pedestal, calling yourself a well, superhero. Sometimes it depends what I'm wearing. I feel like you'd be more the villain. Who's that Greek superhero. goddess with a beard? 
you know? <laughs> it's going to be a little confusing. <laughs> you can see it on their face. Like, that's, like, that's gay Hercules what? right there. What? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm looking at them, and I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> get out before you turn into one of us. Maybe it's like a scared straight thing where they... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like they <laughs> they're, showing you, they're showing their kids you like, literally don't, scared grow, straight. don't grow up to be like this man here. <laughs> what if we did that? What if we <laughs> called it... That's a great idea. Uh, s- <laughs> scared straight story time uh-huh. with Brenda from Bithlow. Yeah. And it's me scared. Like, well, you could turn out like me uh-huh. or... You could turn out like him. Yeah, yeah, it's listen, a you. It's listen. you and me. I'll, 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 You're I'll the straight be, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Mongolorian <laughs> opening this wait, Friday. Wait, 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 wait. We just skipped over the, the Hamburger Mary's thing. Do you want to unpack it a no, little bit? No, I mean, I mean it's, it's interesting because they're like one of the first, I guess, restaurants lawsuits, to yeah. actually sue on First Amendment grounds saying our first amendment rights. Yeah, but also saying that squatted. it's affecting their bottom line. Oh, yeah. They can they can they can mathematically show, you know, from when uh-huh. it was signed in, new rules were in place, how it's affecting their business. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. I'll be curious how it plays out because this is what I think will happen with more businesses around the state saying we're going to sue you guys on this and they're going to have to take it to court. They're, or they're yeah. going to have to defend it. And he it just announced court. that he's running for president he officially. Did. I I didn't listen to it on Twitter. Apparently they had some technical difficulties. Yeah. Did you listen to it? No. No. But I don't need to hear it. So they they I, did it on this like Twitter Spaces, which is audio only, which I saw a quote about freedoms like he he's he's been yeah, meditating yeah. on American freedoms uh-huh. and how I just, how the, how I, I find it amazing that they're going to do this, like, Twitter spaces where it's audio only, and that's like the radio. Like, it's literally the radio. Like, this is what we did 130 years ago to announce the presidency, but and they still had technical difficulties. <laughs> and they didn't have, like, millions yeah. of people listening. It was I like, saw some people defending that, and they're like, oh, going live, it's so difficult. It's it very is, hard to it, go there, live. Well, when you go live, there are there are a lot of issues that can happen. But they have no problem with it on TV. Did every they not single go live night. from Twitter headquarters? No, I, well, no that the, they said all their servers messed up because so many people were watching. Why? That was the whole issue. Well, well they they've let go of a lot of their staff at Twitter, uh-huh. so they they had issues on the back end, like trying to figure out what was supposed to work. And Clearly, what it was a gay gremlin in the yeah, system. Yeah, no, absolutely. Pressing oh, absolutely. buttons. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Mr. Uh, Governor DeSantis is running for president officially now. Yeah. Sorry, there's some rigatoni in the back of my throat. (laughs) Well, if he wins presidency, he won't be governor no more. (laughs) I'll be. (laughs) But didn't he change the rules so he can do both? Well, he didn't. Technically, the legislature did. Oh, yeah. He he signed it, though. Yeah, of course Uh, he did. uh, But that he can stay and run. For a long time, there was a a rule or a law that said if you were the governor, you can't also run for president. And they just changed that. They they, they got rid of the rule. How could he? That shouldn't even be allowed to be changed. I don't. It's the legislator that did it. He just signed it into law. It's too. I don't understand. It's for everybody, though, going forward. Not just him. Uh, Mongolorian, the Mandalorian-themed Mongolian barbecue opening in Colonial uh, Town. It's we thought it was coming for years now. It's finally finally open. Finally open. Soft, soft open. Yeah, I this saw Friday. Somebody posted. Orlando on Weekly it. wrote about it. All right. Um, I almost want to b- bike by it since I'm over in this area. What? So they have Mongolian food. Yeah, Mongolian barbecue. Is it like they make it at your table? Like on shish, and then there, well, there's a robot. At your table. Robots. Yeah, androids will be f- stir-frying food for you at your table. You know, when I was, like, in my 
late teens, early 20s, there was a Mongolian restaurant by my house. Uh-huh. I thought it was like the best thing because you could like, basically you got a big bowl. You well, got a bowl. Were, two seconds ago, you were making it sound like you had no idea what a Mongolian barbecue was. No, I know was. what it is. Okay. I'm, no, I'm wondering what this one is. Okay. So like you would go <laughs> and you get a bowl and you could buy like unlimited bowls or you could get the like one bowl price. And I always got the one bowl price, but you would just like stack it as much food as you could in that one bowl that was in your big boy days uh, that was in my big boy days yeah yeah, yeah. but you, you would do put, that anymore no 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 god i can though i guess <laughs> uh winter park tin and taco oh, becoming yeah. soto square i've been telling you about this for weeks yeah you could have had the scoop well we couldn't connect i couldn't connect i kept telling you what do you think i'm you think i'm lying to you yeah i can't just write it for you Why i needed I to hear what si- was happening i saw the sign that said we're, we're moving here and you're, it's like you're singing a song to me all right anyway i, I saw the sign so soto square which is owned by rob bear who uh-huh. also owns tin and taco who you love i do i love their pizza I, I know him but i love their pizza and they open one on michigan uh-huh Sh- street avenue soto too far for you to go no, all the time no I, I mean i'm not gonna go there on like you know, it's not going to be my normal place. That you I were go. just there, though. I was, I was special occasion. <laughs> but now the one is closer to my house on Fairbanks. Yeah, where Tin and Taco used to be. Uh huh. Right across from Rollins College. So, and there's not. I mean, there's some pizza places over there. There's and and Tanella's across the street. Yeah, Tanella's uh, Prado, which is pretty oh, popular. Right. Different kind of pizza, though. Yeah, I think you'll do great. Uh, yes, they're going to have a so. bar. Good. They're talking for beer and wine. There's there's talk of adding liquor. All right. uh, with the help of a, a neighbor there that I don't think I could talk about because they're right. still feeling it out. All right. But while I was talking to Rob, he talked about the closure of uh, Neon Beach downtown. Oh, really? Yeah. And Is I he have, the owner there? He owned it. Oh, I didn't he know He owned that. it. He just sold it, the whole thing, uh, to a German fellow who might, might be doing a German restaurant. We okay. don't know what exactly, what type of restaurant he's going to do. I'm waiting for Not him to Not a reach German out. restaurant. We th- he or thinks maybe? it's going to be again. We don't know. I gotta wait for to connect to this new owner All right. uh, before we can say for sure. But yeah, be nice patio bar, which is that teeny tiny little corner uh, bar by Lake Yola. It's closing on the twenty eighth. My so fault. Never went. Never went. You? We recorded there once. I it must was, have been out of town. It was me and Jim Hobart. Ah, okay. Early, early on. All right. Was there like a pet spa there at one point? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, right there. It's a good spot for a bar, but apparently they can't make it. No air conditioning. Oh, the owner She's very, it's open air. Ah. She's very excited to, she's talking about, she doesn't want to leave downtown. So like opposite of what Rob Bear was telling me about the reason behind getting out of Neon Beach, he was saying uh, he just doesn't want to wand people. They were they would do most oh, of their business oh, I was like, what during the mean? bar time. Yeah, you know, like uh, when people are coming out of the bars or whatever. That's when he would sell his most food. But since they also served liquor, he would have to get more security oh. and a metal detector and be wanding people. He's like I don't want to do this. And he, yeah, he said I don't want to wand that. anybody. I get so, that. So he sold it and he got out of it. But he said tin and taco right around the corner. The first one has been hit very hard uh. by the new rules. There's less people. Going out and less people eating. Oh, so he but said he doesn't have to want people to come in there. No, because they're not serving booze. But they they're, beer, they're but staying open for the bar goers, but there's less bar goers staying around and eating. So, he, yeah, he said that his bottom line has been hit very hard by the new regulations downtown. Uh, she, however, the owner, I forget her name, Tori, Victoria, uh, the owner of Be Nice Bar, Patio Bar, is saying she wants to stay downtown. That's where her people are. 
She's going to stay down there and she's going to find something bigger and better. She signed in on the lease. She wasn't ready to tell me where yet, but it will have air conditioning and she's very excited. Cool. That's yeah. great. We'll see what happens there. But something might open at Be Nice, you think? Or not? I would think it's prime spot. Right it's by Lake Yola. Someone's going to do something there. You okay. know, like a Frosé bar or something. Uh, New Holocaust Center designs for that building. $55 million. That's a lot. It kind of doubled. But, they, but they've been raising money for years, I think. Yeah. But because of the delay... Uh, during the pandemic, the costs went up. Just oh, like, like what, everything. Just like what Thomas was saying, you know, with the delay with Bubba Lou's, mm-hmm. the cost has, has gone up crazy. Yeah, yeah. But they're supposed yeah. to level the old Chamber of Commerce building right there at Orange and Ivanhoe around there. Yeah. Level that building and then build, and build this new one. New one and, and it's going to be in the shape of a horn. I, I what's think it it's... Oh, what's it called? Did you see I messed I know, it up? No, I, I know what it's called. Shofa. Shofa. Shofar? Okay. Something like that. I messed it up. I thought I pulled it directly from their press release and called it a Showa. Showa means like disaster or holocaust. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's like the opposite. <laughs> the opposite. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and it's really named after a horn, uh-huh. which is used, I think, during Rosh Hashanah. Something. Yeah. Uh, if you the, ever saw the Wet Hot American Summer, yeah. summer TV show, the guy in the show has one. And he, that's he, what the shape of it will be in there. Big, massive windows looking out over the did lake. Did you get an email? Like, that's oh, I got an email. <laughs> but it, they weren't mean. They, they were, were nice, just like, like, they're like, I love Bungalower. <laughs> you got the word wrong. This okay, one is. So we, right. we changed it. Okay. Uh, but the massive windows, John, they are, they're going to have this big grid work art piece in front of it. And that's to protect it in case people attack the Holocaust Center. Okay. And so our piece is kind of about this update they just provided where they had to put in a lot of security issues. I believe it. They, their Maitland campus has been, you know, the target of some Nazi oh, yeah. action oh, in yeah. the last Ex- couple absolutely. of years. Absolutely. And they're a little more insulated there at that campus because it is sort of uh, fenced off. Not in the yeah. front there. And this but will be right by the interstate. Right, yeah, right there. Giant buildings. Uh-huh. Yeah, so they're really taking safety they should. in consideration. It's sad that they have to think about that, but that's the world we live For in. For a Holocaust I know. Center. No, I know. It's crazy. It's what crazy. What is wrong with people? I don't know. Um, I don't know. And I guess last we have, uh, there's a new 45,000 square foot climbing gym we talked about that briefly last week we did we did okay but we can still talk about it because you still don't know where it's at right i don't know where exactly if it's by that hotel it's got to be at princeton and orange blossom trail right it's in the pack that's where that's basically the packing district yes uh three times the size of blue swan boulders crazy they're gonna have an on-site by each other too. I mean, that's not far uh, away not far uh, like less than three miles they're gonna have a kid zone mm-hmm. so the like, because that's one issue Scotty and I have with Blue Swan is that sometimes the kids are just running around, ah, and you're trying to you're trying have to fun and climb some rocks. Yeah, you might fall on a kid. You know, uh-huh. like get your kid out of here. I don't want to see that. <laughs> so this one's gonna plus they like- might be better the climbers than me, and it makes me feel bad about myself. <laughs> but this one's gonna actually have a, a kid, kid zone. zone, which is kind of cool because if you think there's, I mean, there's stuff to do for kids, but like indoor. And, and specifically fun. geared to kids, yeah, activities like that's great that they have something like that. I think Packing District is doing it right. You can see there's a focus on being active, being outside, uh, family friendly. Uh, and I'm, a, I'm a member of the Y, so I get to see. Have you been going? I do. I went three times this did week. Use the pool yet? I, I'm not a pool member. Okay. Yeah. I, oh. I go in the morning. You did the basic one. Yeah, I just do the basic one. I like to do the spin class. I think I might use the. Uh, 
College Park Community Center. Oh, it's cheap. Right by my house. Oh, you should. Yeah. Yeah, you're a, you're a city of Orlando resident. Uh huh. And I, I don't think it costs like hardly anything to go do the pool. Yeah, I want to go. Plus, they have a little gym there too, and you can do fencing there. And there's a beautiful mural there that I want to go okay. look at every day by one this local artist. Anyway, no, you should it. go there. We're out of time. Yeah. Thank you so much to Thomas Ward at Pigza and Pig Floyd's for hosting us tonight. I enjoyed it. So, like, like I said earlier, if, if you want, go to uh, Bungalower on Instagram and Facebook. We're going to put all the photos up there. I took some photos. I know Brendan took some photos. It's good yeah. stuff. It's packed here tonight, too. Packed. It was never not full. Uh, and like I said, we go places on Thursdays, and they're busy, but not like tonight. It was jam-packed here. People are excited. There's a lot of fa- families, young people, date nights. These people are like about to make out, you know? Really? Yeah. Who? Probably he's he's going to nudge a meatball to her with his nose yeah. and propose. <laughs> he, he can't stop looking at her. Anyway, <laughs> tune in next week. I don't know. I think we're going to be doing something for gay days oh. with the boys from right. uh, Ben Lobby Home. What are we doing? Probably touching butts. Okay, is that what you do on gay days? I'll, I'll show you. Okay. Thanks again for listening to Bungalower and the Bus, and thanks to our sponsors, Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm, Credo Conduit, Enzian Theater, and Orange County Regional History Center. Excellent. I did it. Like